This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. Oh, nice. Um... Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for October the 2nd. It's a Tuesday. Uh, Vinny is coming in right now. Uh, so Sarah, Vinny, and Michael Franti in Studio D. Bryn and Vaughn are fig- trying to figure out Studio C and in Studio B. Uh, is Yuzette involved at all, or is it no, just Sarah? No, she has a lot of meetings. Sarah Lua, the baby Taj. And? And Hooman, of course. The number one. Is that the baby rattle? <laughs> no, no, it's That's my maracas. How old are your, your other kids? 31 and 19. 19. Oh. Yeah, I got a good gap going there. <laughs> you and, do. And you're a man-making <laughs> machine. <laughs> you're, um, did you say he's a man-making machine? Yeah. <laughs> All boys. Three boys. Uh, <laughs> do you think that this is it, or is Sarah Lua going to want another baby? Oh, no, I want one. I was going to say Michael. And I wasn't oh. convinced. Sarah was like, we're having two kids. And I'm like, I already got two. Like, I don't know if I can, like, add, you know, two more. And then she's like, no, we're having two kids. I'm not going to go, like, the the only child route. I'm not doing Why? that. Because we've all seen how that? only children now, turn out. Yeah. Oh. And now, and now she's like, oh, man, I'm not sure. I asked her last night. I was like, are you ready? You ready for another one? Well, she's not ready. <laughs> not ready yet. yet. Well, Now's I, not the time. I looked at him and I said, with a full-time nanny, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, make that happen. All right, can I ask a bunch of questions? Sure. Okay. Oh, you want to start? We yeah. start? Right. No, I already pretty much started. Uh, Sara, let's talk about the childbirth. I just have to say one thing before we begin, oh because I feel like this is my third secret show, and now I'm ready <laughs> for women's questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like you've cornered me a few times. <laughs> now I get how these secret shows go. Oh, right. You can, by the way, uh, I don't think you guys have done a secret show since we stopped censoring them when Intercom took over. Oh. So no more bleeps. Unless no you, more bleeps. If you want something taken out, you need to tell us specifically. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Bryn, I, hold on. Hold on one second. Technical difficulties. I don't hear you. You don't hear me. Now I do. Oh, okay. I just want there to make is. sure There's that. Bryn. Yes, that's that. much. That's All good. Right, all right. So, All right, so they, All right, let's rock it. They right. wheel you in to give birth. How how did it go? How was the whole process of pushing that nine pounds? Man, it was so t- baby it was out. so tough for me. It was so hard yeah. for me. So I, was in there. I was pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah. I pushed for like seven hours, and then like, no, your wife's supposed to push. I was like, thanks for telling me now. Yeah, no wonder. I pooped Jeez. my pants. <laughs> <laughs> that happens, Please. man. <laughs> Giving birth is no fucking joke. Yeah. Oh, come on. Well, it's not. You know, Sarah gave me some great advice because we were all out together the night before I went into labor. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. right. We were having dinner, and Sarah was like, you know, Sarah, just do whatever feels right. You know, go the route that you feels right. And so 
we had a great birth. I had an epidural. I got an epidural. And um, were you on the fence about that? Like, I sh- you know, I'm going to try to be natural or you know, I was never on the fence, but it was more like I'll just see because in, in at UCSF, you can't do a walking epidural like in Canada, the hospital, you could do a walking one. So I was like, I don't want to be stuck in bed, but I labored. The, almost the entire time at home anyway. Yeah, so she I, was killing by it. By the she time was... I got to the hospital, I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Give me the epidural. <laughs> she was in the bed. tub. She was in the tub at the house and I had some candles lit. Oh, and you're so sweet. He was feeding was me gummy bears. Feeding her gummy oh. bears in between contractions and and she's just like powering through it. Like the, the contraction would come on and she would just like go into this like Wonder Woman goddess mode and like She's just like gripping the side of the tub and like any howling, doing the breathing a little bit. I was telling her to howl. I was like, I was like, just let it out. Use your voice. And she was kind of going. That's it. And yeah, that wasn't it. Wasn't like super intense howling, but um, but then, you could tell she was in yeah, pain. Yeah, oh, I could see it. I was like. You know, when you see your wife in pain like that, you're just it's like, hard. what can I do to help you? you Did know, you, you next level anything. scream though when you when the baby was coming out? No, I no? didn't. What? I feel like we had a great. No, and you know, it's she funny when, She just bared down. She didn't. Yeah. There wasn't really a lot of screaming. I feel like the next there. level screaming was happening in the car ride to the hospital. Yeah, the car ride to the hospital got a little intense. And I was like, seatbelt on, seatbelt <laughs> off. Yeah. Like, she's crawling all over the seat. She's like, got one leg up on the on the window, oh. and she's she's like, go around the corner, go around the corner. This is the wrong entrance. Because we couldn't find the entrance because it was late at night and mm-hmm. they locked the main entrance. Oh. And so we were like, oh, there's got to be a like a B entrance. And she's like, this is why we took the tour. This is why we <laughs> took think, the tour. I You're supposed to know where the B entrance is. <laughs> I think my exact words were, well, that, like that's the one point. You know people are like, oh, the woman's like, you did this to me. Like I never had that. But we were at the wrong entrance and then we went to a second wrong entrance. And I was like, this is why we took the fucking tour. <laughs> and like that was the only moment. I feel like I lost my like cool. You well, know? then you actually yeah. did pretty well. And then we then we went in through the emergency entrance, and then she's uh, you know I'm I'm like I've got a woman here in active labor, and and Sar goes, wait, you don't know if I'm in active labor, and I'm going, no, oh you're in fucking God. active labor. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I do actually know yeah, that. Yeah, I saw I you in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I want to hand you off to some people who know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah. And what did you say about the tub? There was debris in the tub. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Debris yeah, in yeah, the tub. <laughs> um, the water's red. Yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty sure that this is. Uh, oh, it's active. Much. Yeah. I'll this never forget happening. Michael's eyes because Michael is like so cool about everything. He never stresses. Like we'll, I'll be, we'll be in a car <laughs> to the airport and I'm sweating because we're gonna miss our flight. And he's playing words with friends or something on his phone. And then I was like, when we're in the tub, I'm like, something's coming out of me. And Michael's like, your water just broke. We have to go. And I was like, are we sure? And he's like, there's debris in the tub. And I could just see the look <laughs> in his eyes. And I was like, okay, this look is like. And he's trying to stay calm, but I could see it. And it actually makes me like it melts my heart when I think about it because you can see the concern and the love he had, but because oh, he's always so like whatever. Like I was so just cool. concerned about the debris in the tub. <laughs> How are we gonna get that out you're, of there? Is that God, important? God, Should I, I bring that with us? I gotta sandblast this thing now. What's going on? Like, <laughs> is it a new tub? Yeah. Is this your new tub yeah, and your remodel? It's a new tub. We just remodeled. There's debris Babe, all over. Grateful it wasn't the mattress. Okay. Oh, that's you know what she has a point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is hard to. And then, and then after the all the labor, and then was it like 
smooth. Happening. Well, no, we get in there, oh. and and they're they're you know they're they're always a little bit skeptical, like, oh, we're gonna have to send this person home, you know, because they'll so do it. They'll do it, you know. And so we get in there, and, and this very nice nurse is like, yeah, you know, just get up on the table. We're gonna start putting these meters on you, and so it's like, just do it, just do it, get that thing on me, and then and then they're like, oh, we're gonna get this doctor to come in, and we're gonna check and. And then, so the doctor comes in to check, and she's like, "You're seven centimeters. Let's go. <laughs> We're going. And then, We're and then, on." And then Sarah's like, "We get into the the the, the delivery room, and Sarah's like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go poo. I got to like, oh, I got to.'" And then God. the doctor, and so she's going to the toilet, and then and then and the nurse goes. No, you can't. You're seven centimeters. We don't want the baby to pop out into no, the toilet. No, they were the like, toilet. you don't yeah. actually have to go to the bathroom. That's just the baby's head. And then they were like, and then they're like, and don't push because you're not ready. And I was like, and that's when Sarah, that's when I was like, well, then I need the epidural because I feel like I have to push. Right. So, yeah, the poo's a real thing. That is, uh, <laughs> it's one of the non-glamorous <laughs> things that they don't tell you about where you're just like, oh my God, did I just poop? And then the nurse is like, yeah. You yeah. did. See, I knew I've seen the so I knew that would happen, and I was okay with that. And and I, I was the funny okay thing too in the delivery. I didn't care who was in the room. Yeah, either. I care about that it's shit. So I, interesting because like I, know. I was just so like I didn't in care my at all. zone. I didn't care. I was like, and I'm she's here. pretty usually pretty. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm a pretty modest person, yeah. Yeah. and I just couldn't get past that. Like you know, they were like, oh, we want to bring some people in. I'm like, no. Oh. No fucking people. Like yeah. you said one... no. Yeah, I said no. We had. And like they don't 20... argue with you when you're pregnant. No, we nice. had like twenty people in there. Holy like shit! Like when the baby came. Were you like playing like, a song and everyone singing along? I mean, and... Wait, like, you mean like family or? No, no, just we. It was just me and Sarah and a, and a friend who's, a, who's doula. a doula. So she was legit to be there. And then there was a f- photographer that we had hired. Oh my who god. Who was there? But then. Oh, so you send a text like, "Meet us at the hospital." It's yeah, on. It's on. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, but then wow. there was. But then there was like three or four different nurses. Then there was a doctor. Then there was a midwife. A, a, a midwife. Then there was somebody else who was like the uh, a resident. And then, and then, six then there was an anesthesiologist. <laughs> and, and it was like by the time the baby came, they all came into the room to like be there for the magic moment. I so guess. are you like looking over your giant belly between your knees at like a fucking crowd looking right at your <laughs> pretty cooch? much it. That bothers much me. It. like I can't I can't do that. It's like not looking its best and I haven't been able to reach it to shave it for a while. <laughs> I'm surprised it's a nightmare down there. I'm surprised by that because the place we went was super the whole point of everything they had set up was to be calm. Okay. So they didn't want a lot of people in and so yeah. it was the lighting was actually caught like down, mm-hmm. and they I was playing music, and they they just kept it. One nurse was checking back in and out, but they they stayed away actually well, we until it was at... wow. on, and yeah. then it was on, and it was over in minutes. Wow! Like yeah. wow. We were at UCSF, which is a teaching hospital too. And oh, they that's have it. A team and... <laughs> so they had classes that were coming yeah. in, they had like thirty students. Lucky you guys! 30... It's the Friday yeah. family. Yeah. They're famous. Yeah, thirty eighth graders who are coming. Baby, happening. Honestly, though, it was it was we had a really great and it's funny, Vinny. Um, I had Michael also playing music, but like we didn't have a playlist. Like I was like, I don't care, just put whatever. And I love Jay Z, and so he had like. 
some old school it was hardcore. Like, Dust your shoulders off. Nice. <laughs> and the and the nurses are like, oh, okay, this They're is like, different. What kind of party is that? And so it's like, turn it up louder. It's so a then baby we had party. music playing when he was born, and but oh. I was doing the same thing. Like if a song came on and I wasn't into it, I was like, next. I'm like, change the song. I don't yeah. want to hear this. Not yeah, this that's it's fun though. I think music made our experience yeah. great, Makes and it, it. so we had. And that'll be stuff you remember the whole time. We had the Red Hot Chili Peppers playing and just a bunch of different, you know, Bob Marley is a standby. You cannot go wrong with Bob Marley. vibes. When you were, when she was very pregnant or even before she was very pregnant, did you do, like, I mean, I just can picture you with the butt of the guitar up against the belly and let the vibrations go in. We never did that. We never did that. But we did a birthing class on the tour bus. Oh. In the back of the tour bus. Yeah, because we were on tour so much this summer, we didn't have time to go to any birthing class. So, so people came to you? Yeah, they came to us. So one of Sarah's friends is a, a like a birthing coach Mama or something. Coach. Mama coach. Mama coach. So she drove three hours to where we were in Canada on tour, and then we did a three-hour birthing class in the back of the bus, which is pretty cool. It was really fun. That is cool. Yeah. Did you do, like, baby yoga and mommy, what is it called, prenatal yoga? No, uh, I did regular yoga just regular old yoga <laughs> she worked out the day the day before or no the, was it the, the morning, morning of, of the morning of she did a really intense workout dude was i was running the blocks of san francisco in high yeah. heels the night before i yeah. well that was the night that yeah, we you all were there out. yeah well yeah. The, the day before the maz jobrani show uh sarah was texting me going can we still come with you guys tomorrow i'm like text me tomorrow at noon because i thought for sure they weren't gonna like yeah. the baby was gonna come. Well, the baby you know? was overdue. You know, Sarah was so tough. This whole pregnancy, she had a lot of morning, noon, and night sickness. It was oh. like we'd be walking down the street, and she'd be like, "Baby, I feel like I'm gonna," <laughs> and then I'd go, "Baby, are you okay? Like, sit down, like rest. Are you okay?" She go, "No, come on, fuck, we got shit to do. Let's go. Come on, let's get out of here." Over like, it. No, baby, are you she okay? She go, "No, I'm good. Let's go. Let's fucking go." <laughs> And that's how she is. She's like, wipe your mouth off. She's. I saw a hardcore different Sarah than I'd ever Mm. seen before come out during this whole thing. So okay, so then it comes time to push the baby out. Was that smooth, easy, fast, difficult? Tears. What happened, Sarah? It was. I. I mean, I pushed for two hours. So, but they told me. See, no, no one tells you like because they come in at. Four and they're like, okay, you're nine centimeters. We're gonna come back. No, they came at two and they're like, we're gonna come back at four and you're gonna start pushing. And you really should rest because you could be pushing for up to four hours. No one told me that could happen. <laughs> yeah. Like I, it's kind of I don't know if I was in denial about certain things and I just wouldn't listen if somebody told me. But the pushing was great. Like I really feel like we had a beautiful. We also had our own beautiful experience. The lights were yeah. bright. The music was loud. There was lots of people in the room, but. <laughs> But, <laughs> but it felt like there was nobody else in the room. and um, Well, you're having your own little yeah. experience. And this massive baby gets put on my belly. And yeah. they're like, oh, my God, he's huge. Did you have any idea? And I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> I thought he was going to be seven pounds. Like a regular every, size baby. Every time we went in for a prenatal visit, we were like, can you tell how big the baby is? And they would look at her and then go. We don't say that. We don't. We don't like to uh, say. And I was thinking in my head, I'm like, they know. They this know. Is like they don't want to scare. A giant her. baby. They don't want to freak her. Right. Out. Well, that would freak you out, you know. Hey, so uh, one of the things we talked about at dinner the night before you had the baby was um, that you know I think it's a it's a misconception that people think you get like a, a spinal epidural, whatever, and that you don't feel it. Like you're still fully there. Like. Do, 
Did you think to yourself, because I remember going through it and he's all, my doctor's like, push through the ring of fire, push, like he was so dramatic. It was <laughs> hilarious. Oh, Who was your doctor, Johnny Cash? <laughs> I know, right? Dr. Galland, hey, yo. Um, but he, uh, you know, I, I really thought this will, you know, it'll take the pain away. Yeah. And it doesn't. So I, I always wondered like, oh God, you know, imagine if I hadn't had yeah. that, how bad it would have been. So, I mean, like you're still fully there. You still feel it. Why are you looking at me like that, human? Oh, because I wanted to watch your expression. Because you're so far from us. We, nobody can see anyone. I know, we can't see. So when I can no, sneak a see. peek, I will. All right. No, I did think about, I did remember that you said that, Sarah. And I, and I remember like, you do feel the contractions, especially, you know, near the end. Right. And yeah. as you're pushing, I mean, it's no joke. Totally. It's not like... Oh, this is no I, problem. I support women in whatever way they choose to deliver their, you know, birth their babies. And I 100% su- I support epidurals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Vinny, you're... I was like, why does it everybody do this? Well, it certainly takes the edge off. But, uh, you know, Vinny's uh, girlfriend just, she went totally natural yeah. this amazing. last time. So I know, she did it, it the first time with an epidural. And for whatever reason, afterward, there was a... like her back really hurt from it and so her thing was if i can do it without that the pain after was worse than the pain during wow for her so i don't know if they did a bad effort i don't want to who knows i don't know what what was the deal was but so she tried to do it without and she made it and it like i told you guys when i told you the story it just like it was on, and then it there was a baby. Mm. Yeah. Like she was. She didn't stu- push for two hours. She no. She barely. She was on her side actually, and I was sitting right by her, and we had some music going. And then she. What did she do? She. she oh, she retched like she was gonna throw up, and the baby's head popped out. Wow. And they were like, oh my God, the baby's here. <laughs> and they, it, it, like she was, she never even got to get all the way on her back. They, they opened the yeah. leg up, but kept her on like, mm-hmm. I want to say it was her right butt cheek. The, all of that was happening on her right butt cheek as she was balanced. I'm holding a leg and there's another leg and the baby. They were like, we were just about to get the scented oil treatment going. We, you haven't even got the full yeah. treatment of this relaxation. <laughs> yeah, we yet. want to relax your yeah, perineum. Yeah. We need to stretch that out naturally. No, it was it was uh, it, it that happened fast. And yeah. so I think if it had been a longer experience for her, she might have gone epidural. Certainly after the fact, she said, "I did that wrong." Like you probably not knowing the pain, go into it yeah. thinking you can do natural the first time, right? And then who knows whether you pull it off or not, but. To make it the goal the second time, she thought she probably should have switched that. Right, done it natural the first time. Right. And, um, so, you know, I put a dis- Brittany, put a disclaimer on this. Just let people know that this is a full on birth story. Yeah, you graphic know, poop. Graphic poop. Speaking of poop. Retching. So right. Taj has his, after about, he's probably about six hours old and he has his first little cute meconium mm-hmm. poop. Little like. The black one, black, the black tar, sticky, sticky yeah. stuff, you know. It's really cute. And then we're thinking, okay, he's supposed to have a bowel movement every day or something or two a day or whatever. I don't know. But he doesn't have one. Mm-mm. And then day two, doesn't have one. Then day three, doesn't have one. And then we're going to the pediatrician and we're like, he hasn't pooped, you know. And the pediatrician's like, well, okay, it's Friday now. Like, if he doesn't have one on Saturday or Sunday, then, like, call us because there could be some obstruction or something. And and I'm thinking, like, obstruction, he's a baby. Like, what did he eat? Like, right. did, you know, right. He didn't pop a quarter yeah, in there Was or it anything? one of the gummy bears I gave Sarah when she was in labor? Is stuck inside <laughs> him or something. And so um, so then later that night, we get home, and we're, I'm changing him. And, and, and I'm like, 
oh my god, I think he's got a poop. He's got oh yay, pooped. And we're like cheering for him. Yeah, dude, you pooped. This is awesome. Taj is so great. And I so I take the diaper and I open it up. And then as I'm wiping him, it was like you ever see the um uh oh, the squatty no. potty um um video on uh-uh. like YouTube? Uh it's a it's a little zebra a little um a unicorn who poops um sherbet, like rainbow sherbet. Oh, sure, that's cute. Okay. Yeah. It's it, it's he starts pooping and it's like a sherbet machine coming out like oh, just, soft serve just, just poop just a nice poop, swirl just, yeah just hole. coming out and I'm like and I'm trying to catch it basically oh, like in my oh. hands because I'm changing him on the couch. This is the first few hours. No, this, no, this is, is day three. After he oh, has it, right. oh, okay. three yeah, got it. So he starts pooping again. So I'm like, oh good, okay, it's done. And I take the diaper and I pull it away and. We're kind of laughing about, hi, oh, he pooped a second time. And then all of a sudden, more poop starts coming out. <laughs> I grab another diaper. I stick it under there. And just another flow of poop starts coming out. And we're like, well, now we're really laughing. Like, this is so great. Oh, it's a, you know, it's his third poop in a minute or two. And so then we're like, okay, slowly cleaning him up and yeah, getting yeah. him dressed. And then, and he's still like sitting there naked. And then poop like a minute later poop number four happens like right in a row and oh, it just he comes was up. all backed he was up he just backed up and that's he in distress watches was it? for real yeah, though yeah. like what that description oh i just heard something too yeah what what's yeah. happening here is this is the mic pooping no she just saw her sneezed and now she's spraying her hands cleaning her hands did stuff. she turn her mic off no no we got a buzz yeah I don't know something, where the buzz something came just from. changed oh, anyway right. That first poop watch is for real. Like yeah. you start to get worried. Like this kid's not pooping. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so that was. I've never seen that. Little chocolate yeah, soft yeah, it was like, literally woo. shit show. But it was ugh. a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> so then, you God, know, there's so many. It's just like every time you hear about baby poop, you like you think yeah. of all your experiences just like covered in baby poop. Well, the baby and, poop is not the problem. The ba- the, the, the the it's the adult poop that the babies eventually yeah. make. About a year old, like, start right. getting on yeah. real food. Yeah. It's like they start getting on real food, and then one day you just wake up and you open the diaper, and it's like, what did like Uncle Bob just sneak in? <laughs> in the Who middle pooped of the in night? your diaper? <laughs> did Hooman just come in the baby's room, Aww. take a dump in the baby's diaper, and reseal it? Hooman, because that's how bad how it you? smells. Well, it smells horrible. Plus, it's like totally adult looking, like yeah. it's an intact thing. Let, let like, me yeah. ask you a question. This this is just just oh, came to me as I yeah it is gone. Okay. okay. You guys aren't doing cloth diapers, are no, you? No, we're not. Okay. Yeah. I, I had... can see why you would, and I know that you're well, a pretty no, environmental guy. But, but... I had before with my other kids, and I had actually requested it, but because we're leaving on tour right away, there's just no way we could do it on tour. You know, there's an argument, just to set your mind slightly at ease, yes, it's a landfill thing, but it's also a bleach and water thing. Yeah. Like that, you know, if you're using uh, cloth diapers, it it, it is <laughs> as taxing. The best thing you can do is potty train as early as possible. Yeah, That's what yeah, they say. Yeah. You know, just, do, just do feel it. no guilt. Yeah, you're also not using water and not adding bleach to the yeah. ecosystem. So yeah. I have one final question about the baby. Yes. Oh, a final uh, question. Where's Sarah, oh. by the way? She's, she's here. She's coughing and sneezing. Oh, uh, is she having an allergic oh, reaction? <laughs> um, I couldn't help but notice you saved the placenta. Oh, oh, what you oh, did? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's do. Well, um. My other kids, we saved their placentas and we planted a tree on top of the placentas. How did the trees and do? They did well. They did. They thrived. Are they still trees that they're are within tree- your family? That yeah, you- they're close by. Oh, good. Um, in Bali, they have a, where we live part of the time. We have a hotel in Bali and we live there part of the year. They Soul have a belief. Shine, is that Soul the- Shine is it. They have a belief in Balinese culture that 
the placenta is actually the spiritual twin of the child. So when the baby is born, you plant in the ground, or you just bury it in the ground, in the front of your house. And what people do is they'll put like these stepping stones um, on underneath where the plac- on top of where the placenta like is, like a marker, so, like a marker, and then and it's like the entrance to the house. Oh, neat. Yeah. So like you have all your kids like markers there, and, and um, it's a real serious thing. Like to not do that is oh. like. It's like you're like the soul of the of the child's twin is like forever in limbo lost or, in limbo right. or whatever. Purgatory. You know? So we had asked for the placenta to be saved for us because we wanted to plant it. And so then when it was, you know, we'd spent two days in the hospital and it was time to leave. They come and they go, oh, uh, you know, we got some bad news for you. We can't find your placenta. So you're not going to be able to have it. And. <laughs> and you had a lot hanging like, on that, right? Yeah. So I'm like, well, you know, this, you know, this is like, you know, this could be, uh, it could be the, the the child's spiritual twin. It's you a know? strongly held belief. Forever in limbo, you know, like find right. it. And they said, oh, it had been taken to, um, where where was it taken to, Sarah? Pathology. Pathology to have like a test done on it. And I'm like, and now I'm thinking like, is there something wrong with our kid? Like right. they're testing the placenta. Is there some like, you know. DNA right, issue a thousand or things you know? run yeah. through your mind, and uh, so then they couldn't find it, and then for like, eventually it got back to us like four days after we had gotten home. They tracked it down. They tracked oh. it down. They was it, it? Did they freeze it, or was it just like in a bag or something? It was in a, it was in a thing. I oh. I, I don't even know if it was our kids placenta. They might have just like, <laughs> waited for the next person and. It was your kid's but, placenta. Okay. Let's yeah. go with thank that. You, thank you. That's yeah. that makes placenta you feel better. It is. So we did plant. A beautiful magnolia tree. Oh. At your house? Here. Yeah. In San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Are you gonna bring some of it with you to Bali or the No, it's it's all it's all it's, it's in all it's a it's magnolia tree magnolia and that's tree. that. And we said a little prayer for him. Yeah. And it was really beautiful. Yeah. Oh, cute. So well, his mom have to go was and there. see the tree and everything. Yeah. That's the tree's nice. already blooming. The tree's got big Magnolia that's really neat. Yeah. That's yeah. really neat. I know it is kind of mm-hmm. neat, and it's fun to you know, especially if you stay in that house. You've been in that house for a yeah. long time, and to yeah. watch that tree get big, and to, yeah. for Taj to know that that's his tree. Yeah. I actually really like that the story you told with the stones mm-hmm. to the house. That's neat. Yeah, yeah. it's kind Pretty of a cool, cool, yeah, cool way to do it. Um, so Let's we do can it. do some bad advice. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, but I did sort of want to ask you about something that you mentioned on the air, and it was mm-hmm. about anxiety and depression. And, yeah. um, you know, you're a person that I think of as being like a pretty s- weirdly stress-free. I know mm-hmm. that's probably not true, not true and not all. anybody, yeah. you know, no one yeah. knows you probably the way Sarah does or, you know, yeah. people who are super close to you in your life. But it's um, it's interesting because... You know, you hear so much, especially these days, and mm-hmm. even Intercom is doing this whole, like, you know, mental health. Yeah. Talking about that all the time. Um, I don't know if you want to say too much about that, but, I, you know, it's interesting yeah, to me to hear know, that someone who I think of as centered whole, as you. My whole adult life, ever since I was a teenager, really, I've had um, insomnia because I just worry. And I worry to the point where I just, like, I worry myself so into So you're grinding it. on something instead yeah, of sleeping. And I, yeah, and I... Um, and then I wake up and I'm either depressed because I haven't like given it any voice and try to stuff it in or, or I just have, I've had moments of, you know, anxiety and panic attacks, you know, Have you? and, um, yeah. 
and you know a couple of things that have helped me a lot with it one one is yoga but the main thing is just learning to be able to talk to other people about what's going on you know and sars you know sars good for that i have other friends in the band that are good for that but it's been a journey for me i grew up in an alcoholic family and so uh in my family my dad was alcoholic and rageaholic and so nobody wanted to ever um so if he would be Upset confronted it. There was never, about it. Yeah, so there was never, so, so there was a lot of just tiptoeing around. Eggshells. So mm. I was on eggshells all the time. Everyone's keeping everything that they have, like, bottled in. And also I was adopted, and I didn't ever feel like I was that way. I always felt like I was a pretty demonstrative person. So Wait, so this is your adopted yeah, dad? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so getting out of the house and, like, moving to San Francisco for me and, like, you know, I landed and it was going to University of San Francisco. And so I landed like four blocks from Haight Street. And now suddenly being this kid who is this like, um, you know, kind of really repressed and, 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 you know, sunken in kid. And then I land on Haight Street and I was just like, Blah! you know, like party. And so you and came here to go to university. Yeah, That's came when you go to university. at 18. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So San Francisco for me was like a way to, um, you know, of coming out. A new birth. You know, rebirth yeah, a new almost. Birth, yeah. And um and so that along with that came, you know, it's good things and bad things. You know, when you're partying a lot and you're in rock and roll and you're right. it, it's it can it's, be a quick it can downward be a, it can be a quick downward spiral there too. And Were you in music already at that point? I was. So when I started my first band when I was nineteen and we started touring right away. And being you know, like in the punk rock world, there's just it's it's like um and I, th- wait, I, like, I'm not to cut you off, but this band is the band that was in that uh, the Billy Joe's. Yes, yeah, that's the band you're yeah, talking the about. Yeah, the yeah, okay. yeah. And so you know, um, the thing about music is that it's this great way to. I actually talk about it in my film, Stay Human. I say, you know, that um, you know, you all of us are given these gifts to try to figure out who we are and our place in the world. And like, for some people, if you're get if you're like a physicist you're given mathematics to help you understand the world or if you're a doctor you're given biology to help you understand how the world works Hmm. and i always think it was a cruel joke that i was given music (laughs) you know like (laughs) um it doesn't really help you but uh, understand the world but what it did for me is like one part of it helps you to go into your emotions and like have a place to write about and release things it. and release sure. stuff. Like, get it out. But on the other hand, in rock and roll, it helps you to run away from shit. Um, and oh, you go, because the lifestyle yeah, that can accompany it. Yeah, yeah, it's like you have problems. Go out on tour. You have more. You know, you're you have you, you know you your your um, road life is your a road bubble. life. Yeah, and and then you 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 find sex where you're you're bummed out. Go find somebody to have sex with, and you feel better. You know, and so right. It's like rock and roll is is. Is both. It can it can help you to understand things, but it can also really be a crutch for you to not deal with stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And so for a lot of my life, that's how I was, you know. And I feel like Sara over the last ten years has gotten the best of me, you know. She got the good the good side of it, right? But it took me a long, you know, it took me fifteen years of being like an angry, pissed off punk rock kid, and to figure out a lot of those things. I never think of you as being angry and pissed off, and yeah. you know. The movie that you guys rock. that you were part of was mm-hmm. Billy Joe's sort of project about East Bay punk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what it was called. Oh man, I I forget what it's called too. But it was really great to be part of that because all of us we grew up in that 
that thing was so yeah like, you were here yeah so there's operation ivy which be, begat you know rancid right. and green day and then you know jello be off my first record is on the dead kennedy's, dead kennedy's rec- record label sure. and you know all these great bands and this it was really a scene out at gilman street in berkeley that the club there was it was really you know it was ran as a uh, it's, i think it's still there as a non-profit nightclub you know and bands who would never imagine getting a gig anywhere else could get because they were too weird or too extreme or too political or whatever you could go and play at Gilman Street and it was it became a real um, social gathering point for misfits basically so did you do uh, actual therapy in order to start to uncork some of this shit so when I when I when I got it uh, when I became a you know young adult I went I started going to ACA which adult children of alcoholics to sort of unravel that component of my life of growing up in this alcoholic family. But um, then I started doing, you know, individual therapy and couples therapy with my then wife. And um, it really helped me a lot. And I really advocate it. I I, I feel like anytime you talk to anybody about what's going on deep inside your heart, you're going to benefit from it. But when you have that kind of controlled environment with somebody who's there just for you, Mm -hmm. um, it can make it be faster. Well, and they can direct direct the way the conversation goes, even by not saying too much. It is nicer to have it on the outside Mm -hmm. than on the inside. A lot of times. Look at it and it's not as bad. A lot of times, too, I think if you stay inside your head, anything that you're thinking might become this too gruesome, too big too ugly can't shit and then you tell it to someone and they go so yeah we all feel that way yeah why are you you are not alone you are just one of you're another human being that feels all of the same crazy thoughts we all do yeah and it makes that relief is like oh yeah i'm okay i'm okay that's, that's one of the things that i've discovered with this film i was like well how can i sum this whole movie up that i did and 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 i realized as I was like writing, you know, I was writing for a couple of weeks about like, how can I sum, you know, the summation of it? And it was like, none of us are born perfect. And that's the thing that we all have in common, that all of us are born imperfect and that you, you get in life what you search for. So if you're searching for negativity, fear, everyone's racist, everyone's sexist, everyone's, you're going to get that for sure. You'll find that. But if you search for positivity and you search for connection and you search for friendship and if you search for love you'll find those things too and and that's how I am today as an adult and that's how that's why my music has changed over the years and people are like you're less political or something you ever and I feel like I'm not I feel like I'm more political than I ever have been because I'm more engaged actually doing stuff socially rather than just writing about it I'm out there working you know with the things that I feel passionately about, like, for example, don't lock up children. <laughs> like, that's a pretty, huh. pretty basic one. Like, right. believe women. That's a pretty basic right. one. Like, military weapons should be for the military and not for 18-year-old kids. You know, like, these are basic things. The kind but of I, no does. Yeah. And so, like, I'm out there working to promote those things that I believe in. But my music is about who I love and who I care about and the person that I want to be in the world. And, um, and so, yeah, that's, that's why I write the songs that I do. And that's why I make the films that I do because I want other people to know that, um, uh, being joyful, being a happy person can also be 
the greatest act of resistance, mm. you know. So Stay Human is November 17th. It's going to be 17th. at yep. the North Theater. At the North Theater. Here yep. in San Francisco, we'll Hayes do, Valley. We'll do a Q&A afterwards, which is always really fun. Sara, Sara jumps up there with me on these Q&As. She, she kind of, um, she's like the, uh, I don't know, Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Uh, should she moderate? <laughs> yeah, she moderates. Uh, oh, who is she trying to take your job as chief moderator yeah. in the world? Yeah. And then we rock out. Then we play some music. I play a bunch of songs that are in the film and. And um, and that's a good size theater too. So there's uh, yeah. tickets are on sale now. Tickets are on sale now. Yeah. Uh, you can go to uh, stayhumanfilm.com. Yeah, or michaelfronti.com. Sure, yeah. or radioalice.com. Radio I'm sure we put all this yeah. stuff. Um, so that's it. We uh, do you want to play something? Sure. Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh. I wanna. I was gonna do a bad advice, but I'd much rather hear a song. Yeah. <laughs> Sara, thank you for the nice stories about, or the you know the the real stories about <laughs> having the baby. Sara, I think you should come in here and sing. That Ooh. guitar is not oh, nearly as road beaten no, as your others. You know, it's funny. This is this is this like beautiful, super nice guitar that this company made for me. And um, this morning, uh, my other guitar is out on the tour bus because I leave tonight to go to New York. I start. We play a show in New York tomorrow, and. Um, uh, so I was like, let me bring this pretty one today and see if it sounds any better on the air. So, well, it sounds good. Yeah. I don't you know if come it in sounds here, better, but... You it, coming is in? she coming in? Oh, uh, uh, she'll come in. She's coming in. Is she under, okay. in, hold is, the is baby. She under the baby? Because no. she could sing from there, but it's... Oh, yeah. Do you want her to sing from in here? No, I want her yeah. to do what she wants to do. Yeah, she'll sing from in here. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. She wants to know what song you're singing. Or do Just to Say I Love You. Just to Say I Love You. Okay, ready? I can't tell you how I feel with flowers Cause they can't tell you what I'm trying to say And I've been looking through my heart for hours But my mind is always in the way And I've been searching for words so perfect Trying to find a better way Just to say I love you I love you. Just to say I love you. Just to say I love you. Sound good, Sar. <laughs> we had ups and downs for years now, and we made it through the sun and rain. And I've been holding back on all these tears now. But the way I feel has never changed And I've been searching for words so perfect Trying to find a better way Just to say I love you 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 all right, put your hands together. Any old beat. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Feel so right, it can't be wrong. Your love is all I ever want. Been together for so long. Your love is all I ever want. DJ Rock till the break of dawn. Your love is all I ever want. We'll go dancing all night long. Your love is all I ever want. I've been searching for words so perfect. Trying to find a better way. Just to say I love you Ooh, Just to say I love you Ooh, 
say I love you. Just to say I love you. All right. Here we go, here we go, here we go, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Your love is all I ever wanted. Oh, 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 oh. Your love is all I ever wanted. Oh, 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 oh. Your love is all I ever wanted. Oh, 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 oh. Just to say I love you. Michael Franti, Sarah Lua, Baby Taj, who did not make a peep during that whole thing. No, Taj, man, you gotta He's sing. What's his so whole name? Do you mind? Taj, Body, Franti, and, and Body. Is a- so Body is a Persian name, and it's Sarah's great grandfather, both on her mother's side and father's side, oh. had the same name. And so, so body it's a Persian, is. Persian name. B-A-D-I? Yeah. B-A-D-I. What's Taj come from? Taj is a Persian word, which means crown. Oh. And you know, it's funny. Ade um, pointed out to me. He's my other son. He, he goes, you know, Dad, all three of us boys are named after headwear. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, his name, Ade, also means crown. I mean, and in Yoruba, West African language. And then Cappy, our son, Cappy. <laughs> Cap. Right. <laughs> he goes, all three of us are, they're named after headwear. So That's really yeah. funny. Yeah. So you have a, have a daughter named Tiara or something. Yeah. Our next, yeah, Tiara. Oh, what and if you had a and daughter? And our next, next, next boy will be Snapback. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always great to see you. I can't believe you're off on tour. And, I know. And Sara going? So Sara's going to stay here. And then we come back. We show the film at the Mill Valley Film Festival on the 8th. And then on the 10th, the, she's going to hop in the tour bus with me, hopefully. Oh, wow. Yeah. If it's all feeling good, you know. Yep. We're kind of like just letting it feel how it needs to feel. But um, I really want them on the tour bus, and I miss well, them more. You know, I was gone for 48 hours, and I was going it. crazy. I'm like, are you sure you're up for it? And he's like, I'm down. Yeah. Well, it's a nice little anchor. It's a nice, you know, to have them. Well, you live on the road. You lived on the road your whole life. And also, normal to you. You know, kids, they change so much. Like, I I went away for 48 hours and I look at him and he looks different. And I'm like, man, I can't get that back. I missed 48 hours. Do you get, uh, do you get like, I got to get out of here if you're home too much? Um, I start, it's not that I'm home too much. I, I feel. I f- like we travel so much, even when we're home. Sorry, right. and I are always all over the place. But um, when I start working on a record and the record is almost done, I start itching like, oh, I want to oh. go play these songs out. And and usually what I do is I write a batch of songs and then we go out and play them. And then I go back in and record them after I've sort of tried them out. Because sometimes you make a, a record in this like beautiful air conditioned studio right. and it feels all good. And then you get out on stage and you play the song and it goes, God, it feels like we're in air conditioning, not in like a sweaty, like festival. That's interesting. And so then it needs to it live. Needs, it needs to live. And then you go in and See you, if it works you, or not. You might yeah. hate it when you play yeah, it. Yeah. The tempo might be too slow or too fast, or the key might be too hard for you to sing live. It's, you could sing it in the studio when you're in front of a really good mic, but you get sure. on stage and your voice relax with those, your teeth. Yeah, and your voice can't hit those high notes anymore. And so right. you got to figure out those things. And um, and then sometimes you go out and you play a song and it just sucks. Like the audience is like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, like, like no like, reaction whoa, whoa, to it. Clunk. Okay. <laughs> 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 just midway through the song. Enough of that one. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is it. 
Well, good luck with the film. It sounds yeah, like it doesn't need it. Yeah. It's already getting Thank some. Uh, is, that, is this going to be on demand at some point? Yes. Like, oh, yes. great. So when the album comes out, which will be at, at, in the new year, like at the end of January, um, the album comes out and the film comes out, people will be able to like bundle it. Like you can buy it online oh, and it'll come with the film like this, oh, cool. on iTunes yeah. or whatever. That's great. And then um, it'll go up onto uh, later in, in the spring, it'll go up onto all, you know, all the streaming platforms, Amazon, Netflix, you know, nice iTunes, all this. I'll be able to yeah. say it right into my little walkie yeah, talkie. Yeah, yeah, just say it in. Stay human. Yeah, <laughs> boom. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's always great to see you. I know you're busy. So, and Sarah, thank you. I know it's a lot to bundle the baby up and get in the car and head anywhere. So, although I suppose you got to get used to it if you're going to go out on tour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we always love seeing you guys. Well, we love Aww. seeing you guys. We too. do. We we listen, and when we're on the road, we listen. Yay! And then when we get. To be here, it's like super fun. Well, you're yeah. here with your family. Yeah, you know. here with our family. All right, yeah. thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you. you. Great job, everybody. Right on.